right, here we go. It is podcast time, and it's catching up time, actually. We are here at the Rove Hotel downtown Dubai in the podcast studio. Olga Data is joining me, and this is going to be a really fun conversation. I'm looking forward to this. Olga, I got to say right off the bat, when... I was, you know, I, I don't even remember how we came to start talking to each other and get ourselves here into this studio. I have a teammate who did it many times in a previous startup that he was working. And he's like, okay, let's do, like, let's do messages okay. for, uh, for people who is publishing. Maybe they will be interested in our startup. I said, yeah. why not? And, and we started this. And, and you replied to me and then, okay, uh, remind me in the middle of... Um, April. Yeah. And I'm, okay. Uh, and I put it in my calendar, like, remind later. And this is, was the first time when I really was a reply, uh, reminding. Okay. Um, in, in other ways, I, I was just forgetting. But I said, oh, it sounds very, very interesting. I definitely need to remind to this guy. So, so lesson number one for anyone who's watching or listening, LinkedIn is a very useful tool. It's a powerful tool. It is. The, it is. I mean, the number of people who are connected the number of people who are talking, the ability to share that information and keep having those conversations. Yes. Uh, a lot of people messaging me about partnerships. Yeah. And, uh, but of course, there is a half of messages is just kind of uh, spam uh, with the offering some services that I don't need. But for sure, like maybe 30% is a really brilliant contact. And I was very, very surprised. Like, Last morning, uh, uh, we met a guy with my co-founder uh, in the kitchen it, in our accelerator. He was just sitting and we like, had a talk. And then we found out that he has about one million followers wow. on LinkedIn. And he was just sitting and behind He's his computer. Just, just typing away. Yeah. You want to know, know what attracted me to say, hey, you know what? We got to get in here and have a conversation. The first thing was what you studied. Because if you're a computer scientist, if you're someone who's a data wrangler, they know what you studied. When I saw what you studied, geographic information sciences, I went, what is that? And, I, and then as I started going through things and came up to what you're doing and you've, you've ha had a great opportunity to participate over at Wollongong University here in Dubai with nine and 10 year olds using the Wizard of Oz, Meth Wizard of Oz methodology, Coupling the Wizard of Oz methodology with geographic information science, I went, this is an interesting person. So I am making the bold assumption that a lot of people don't know what geographic information science is. And I'd love you to explain it to us. Oh, it's amazing science, to be honest. It's, um, it's base of everything that's happening with us day to day. Uh, if we see a building and we're trying to assume what we will see from this building, Geoinformatic will help you to imagine that. Uh, where could be the hill? What you will see behind this hill? Uh, how to make a road to this building shorter? Uh, will it be comfortable? How much funeral it will cost for you? And all these details, it programmed. Uh, and you use a lot of tools. And actually, these tools are very powerful and like world-known be between geoinformatics. Uh, and for sure, it's like helping millions of people and affecting on millions but nobody knows about it uh, as well it's like uh, cartography so google maps uh, open street maps all, all other maps made by geoinformatics so because these maps could could be used for making tracks 
to edit it, uh, to zoom, zoom out and all of that, it's also was done by Geoinformatics ah, teams. And okay. um, one, one of the jobs that was offered to me when I was a student is uh, to help to emergency department uh, when rivers come down from their flow. Uh-huh. So you need so to... So they're mo- flooding, they're overflowing. Yeah, yeah, okay. You need to monitor and create right. some specific workflows to know what happened. So this is the work that Geoinformatics does. Very cool. When I was reading your path and what you've done, you know, since you, you've graduated and, and started to put things into practice, the second thing that came to mind was that so many students, you know, they do masters, they do their BAs, etc., finish and they go, what now? You seem to have really followed a path that is well linked to what you studied I mean, it's, it's, it seems to have infinite possibilities, but you seem to be using the core of what you did to advance along things. Am, am I reading into that or are you going, no? <laughs> there was a huge finding for me when I came to my first job uh, that was related to geoinformatics. I had to do the plans, not, not plans, like, uh, like maps with a very, very big scale for pipeline gas gas pipelines, so I used uh, 3D scanned uh, like cloud of dots and so on. So that was a very very boring work. And what what I found <laughs> a lot of work that we do. Is yeah, boring. but it was so oh, mind my. blowing boring. <laughs> mind you, numbing. You, you, mind you, numbing. <laughs> you cannot even imagine. Uh, and once I was sitting like, and I, I was a kind of student, like only two weeks on this job, like it was practice. Uh, and then woman came into the room. And she was about 40 years old. Uh, and she was talking about the same thing that I'm doing right now. And I found a way, no, no. <laughs> looks like I will do that 20 years and nothing will change. And, th- and at that moment, the light went off and it's like, I have to get out of here. Yes, this is what I did. Uh, and I put, um, b- because before, before uni, I was making, like, I was involved into web design. Uh, it was not a real job. It was like a freelance for for st- school student. Uh, and then I made a CV about freelance job and uh, in a web design and applied to multiple jobs and I got the job in a design field. And that's how like my cartography journey started to work in a parallel with the design and uh, digital products. So uh, it was almost accidental in a sense. Then it, it's well, you you saw the light. It's like I can't can't do this for the rest of my life. And you linked your hobby, linked your part-time work, your side gig, brought them together. Yeah. Uh, because, um, you know, the only one thing that was really, really helpful for me in a university was uh, databases, programming, uh, and statistics. Okay. So well, those are three heavy topics that a lot of students do not want to take. Yeah, but this is the most important things on your career journey. Mm. This is the only things that were helping me. I know uh, actually trans- transgressions and regressions of the sea was not helpful at all. <laughs> 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 like, I, okay, uh, what to do with that information? Yeah. But, but if you know how to work with database, you can create a huge product that like millions of people can be involved because you know how to manage that. Yeah. And uh, that helped me to go like w- where I am right now. You, you I, I would put you in the category of a serial entrepreneur, a serial innovator. You've, you've, in, a, in a very short period of time, you've done a number of really cool things. Where do you want to start? I mean, I'm looking at things and 
you know, business local, that that's yeah. very interesting. It's, it's what I do right now. It's like uh, my path of, of life. Tell us about this. Um, my co-founder, Alex, uh, he was involved in the multi- multiple processes, m- multiple businesses before, and he saw the opportunity that most of the SMEs, he doesn't have any chance uh, to scale their business because mm-hmm. it's too expensive. Right. Yeah, to apply, for for example, if you want to translate your website, it might take like a couple of months uh, and you need to hire a developer who will change, um, how to say, architecture of your website. Because if it's e-commerce, it's completely different way. Like you cannot just translate HTML. Uh, and he saw the opportunity that we can use technology that he saw uh, in uh, corporations uh-huh. uh, with the SMEs if we will just change user experience. Uh Okay, hold on a second. So we've got SMEs, we've got trying to get larger audiences, larger participation, and the one of the big pieces where we're going with this is how to translate the user experience as you change the way your website is working for those specific audiences. Uh, for now, we're just translating the website okay. without changing user experience. For sure, for Arabic language, for example, it could be like from right to left, not lo- from left to right. Uh, but thanks to AI, we see an opportunity that we can change it as well. Uh, but but for now, we found that uh, um, you cannot just uh, translate your website. It won't work. You need to translate a backside of the website as well, like uh, descriptions, meta tags, tags. So everything that is behind that was done manually, most most oh, of man. the ways is done manually. Ma- mind-numbing work. The work that people want to leave the field for. Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> I, uh, you know, there is a kind of fabrics of people who does it like very, very cheap. Okay. Uh, and and that, this is hard work, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but well, we found a way that AI can do that like in a couple of clicks. Oh, uh, and and we created an algorithm uh, with our team. So like, it was, it's not a big team; it's just only four or five people in the startup at all. Uh, but when we created that system, when you can like connect any website, and that will be applied with multiple features like plugins that okay. uh, and reworked, and the final user will see n- not your original website, a uh, er, website on another language that was updated with uh, all this background stuff. And as well, we found that we can change um, even appearance of the website regarding the area where, where from this person uh, visiting this website. So it's a huge opportunity when you can play with a website uh, appearance for different customers. Okay. So we, we plan to work on there. When, when, you, when you're, for example, visiting a website from Sharjah uh-huh. uh, and you have uh, text written for people in Sharjah, like uh, tags that was replaced from downtown to Sharjah, like uh, laundry in Sharjah. When I'm Googling, uh, I see the results. Uh, and in case of, of Glocal, uh, your website will be translated and um, keywords will be replaced from downtown to Sharjah. So as a business owner, I don't have to create like thousands and thousands of different pages for each re- area of the city. That can be done automatically. This is what we go to to give this technology to just regular users because it's can be done if we didn't one of the key things that you said a, a, a few minutes ago was that before we had some of these ai tools available to us this would be an arduous a long drawn out task going through tags going through metadata redoing it but a number of clicks now you can 
I mean, you obviously you have to have your algorithm. You have to know what you're doing. You have to know the tools. But thanks to AI, suddenly there's some great opportunities in front of us. Yes, it's a, such a huge opportunity. <laughs> you know, uh, those boring jobs finally can be replaced. So people can can do something that really matters for them. How, how do you guys, how do you and your team deal with, and, and I just want to put on another hat here, because obviously you're watching and reading the news, you're over at N5 in the incubator there, you, you're around a whole bunch of people who are talking about what's going on, because all of a sudden generative AI has, 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 has come onto the agenda. AI has been around for a long time. But suddenly, because of things like ChatGPT and, and others, people are starting to talk about it. People have kind of woken up. When people start talking about these tools, one of the big things they start to say is, oh, what about the elimination of jobs? Oh, what about the bad side? Oh, what, what, what's your take on all of this? How do you talk to people about AI? Um, I feel that it will never replace real jobs. Like, uh, job what, what do you mean? It'll never, ne- it'll never? No. Uh, no. Let me explain. Yeah. It's, it's not so smart as we think. So you need to ask right questions. Mm-hmm. For example, those work that, that, we, that Glocal does, most of the entrepreneurs doesn't do at all. They right. don't know that it has to be done. <laughs> they, can, they cannot hire a person to do that job because they doesn't mm, feel that it needed. They don't know that it had to be done. Mm. Uh, and uh, in case of um, AI and writing articles, for example, for Glocal itself, become available a huge resource just for subscription with uh, OpenAI, uh, we got like copywriters. So we have only one or two people who's writing the main content, and then AI helping and like improving this content, multiplying this content. And that means that those work that we had, you know, find a person somewhere, a very expensive person who will be writing, taking a look what's happening, uh, writing some e- extra paragraphs. I don't know something related to SEO as well, uh, and spend months and uh, weeks and uh, thousands of dollars, instead of having a one guy for $500 who's just writing these articles and he doesn't care much because <laughs> yeah, he cares. Right. So, so we improved because I didn't have resources. So, so hold on a second. In one breath, you still need writers because you need, the, you, need, you need a smaller number of them. You need someone who understands and can make sense of things so that when the AI is generating some content based on the content that you've put in, you still know it's correct. But so, we're, but we're so in a in a sense, yes, we're going to get rid of a few people, but we're going to keep the people that are very much tuned into what we're trying to write, who are very committed to it, who are you know knowledge leaders in yes. a sense. Yes, otherwise it will never work because mm. it will generate the content to you, but it will not make se- make any sense. So you have to know that you have to know your stuff. Ah. So it almost raises the bar of, of where we're working and what we're doing. Sort of the, you, you've still got to go through the process, but you get to a much nicer place in the end where instead of spending days and days writing content, you can write that original piece and then reformat it three, four, five times. Plus, it's more pleasant to read it. Yeah, I, I will tell you one story. Sure. Uh, once my uh, co-founder published a post on LinkedIn and I was reading that and I thought, wow, he learned how to explain his thoughts. <laughs> wow, it's amazing. I finally understood what he meant. And then I asked him, like, how you did that post? He said, it's AI re- wrote this. And I'm like, what? <laughs> how is it works? Why AI writing better than you? But for him, like a person who cannot do that, 
and I will like do like uh, and I was trying to teach him yeah. it's impossible he cannot but he still has a good knowledge that he can share so AI for him is like a mm, uh, like d- not not a device but like for people with uh, some sorry disabilities they can uh, like help themselves uh, w- with a like a mechanic. Arms. Well, I, I, and this I, is the same thing for person who cannot explain his thoughts. It's like a mechanic arm that helping him to to communicate with the world. Paul could put together the prompts based on his, hey, these are the core ideas that I want to get out. It then helped him put them together and and then he went in back and edited that uh, content. So you, we go. you also put their keywords like this person does this, 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 so many such many years experience, that field and so on. So you're putting like um uh yeah, tags. That very very important very important keywords and then it become a text that can be read written mm. by by people Other, mm. otherwise uh, it it not work. So you're not you're, AI. To, you, I mean your whole industry, a lot of what you're doing is AI fueled. So you are not an AI skeptic at all. You are you're an AI champion. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> be, because if we will not accept it, it will win us. Mm. So we also have to be a step step further. Uh, and what I found, like, we was using OpenAI for two years before, even without... Two years? Yeah. But so nobody knew about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, look, OpenAI has been around for seven years. You've been using it for two years. No one knew about it. And, I mean, that is two years as a business uh, in the startup field, in the technology field, that you've been learning and honing your skills. Two years, people are now playing catch-up. Um, uh, you know, two, two years, it's, it's not, not too much as, as, yeah. as we may think, right? But it, it gave me an option to write a lot of text and, and articles when people didn't know that they can do that. Yeah. So, so we generated like tons of the content as a small media for our website during <laughs> that time. <laughs> so, I, I mean, you've been using OpenAI for two years. So you become an interesting person to ask this question to. In those two years, how have you seen the tool change? Uh, actually, not too much. Oh, really? I still doesn't see the difference between ChatGPT three and four when okay. you're writing a content. For sure, there is some improvements, but when you give them uh, a lot of keywords, it's still good. So, mm. Mm, uh, if I'm not wrong, there was a, a third, then third, th- three plus Sorry. version, then fourth version. So I didn't see the difference okay. too much. Because maybe maybe my process is not so you know deep mm. uh, to compare, but in the writing writing content, it's still well. Uh, and still, uh, and one thing that like I'm still trying to get from uh, Microsoft now, uh, they promised to startups uh, yeah. access to Chat GPT four. Okay. Uh, and uh, it it can be done only through Azure, uh, right. th- their cloud uh, solution. So uh, I applied in the beginning of March. And there's still a bureaucracy when I'm writing them, <laughs> <laughs> writing them messages, like real emails. Oh, write to this person. And I'm oh, going no. <laughs> then they're redirecting me to another person. Once I message them to the uh, LinkedIn, just 
and the one of the posts that they gave access to some of the startups to that tool and they said oh so you need to message to this and they gave me third email about that so i'm like what's happening why this company is so big and so strong and yeah. they still have they, it they need a project management tool that's what i'm hearing click up uh, they need to get on to click up or monday.com or something hop, hop sport. <laughs> yeah, but when were you like in a small startup you you was not touching uh, that huge type of companies but yeah. now w- when i faced that it's a huge corporation that's really hard to communicate and they do a lot of job just to become like unachievable right. for, for some emails so they re- they replying that the deals not moving <laughs> you know and, and that's i mean when you when you talk about that dilemma it's completely polar opposite to the world you're living in you're nimble you're a small group you're activating on things you're having those conversations they're a giant detached disattached group who's clearly not having the conversations and not able to work very nimbly they they can roll out these big giant things but they've been in the works for quite a long time yes and they billion yeah. trillion company and you know what, what one thing that i found they are even slower than a government <laughs> Well, if Mr. Bill Gates is listening, your former company is slower than a government. Time to have a chat with them to speed things up. Maybe they need to use generative AI a little bit more too. Definitely. To optim- uh, like ask ChatGPT to optimize processes to move quicker. <laughs> there we go. They, since they spent $10 billion in this company. Uh, you, you know that ChatGPT, uh, not Chat, OpenAI, pays to Microsoft uh, half of the million dollar per year. Wow. No, 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 no. No, not that. Yeah, uh, that uh, maybe it's not uh, too much. So uh, I remember there was a half of a very, very big number. Maybe half a billion? Half a billion, yeah, I think. There was about 470-something, okay. uh, I think, maybe. millions. Yeah, it's a lot of money. <laughs> it's too much. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like a cra- crazy numbers. And and th- that was cool thing that Microsoft, uh, how to say, invested to open AI to pay for servers of Microsoft. Yeah. <laughs> that's quite a nice circle hey i want to talk about another one of your adventures oh sure beyond industries oh uh, actually in our previous clients of glocal not not glocal uh there was another story well like i will try to tell it shortly because um we had a unicorn witnesses as a community uh, and in th- this community, we united uh, to create a product, like commercial product, because community is non-profit, and we was like, okay, we need to earn money, let- let's do something. Uh, and we had a co-founder in India. Uh-huh. Uh, we went to the India, uh, and, and as a result, nothing happened, so we lost those companies. Oh, and no. The, oh, uh, no. Beyond Industries was one of the first clients of those companies. Okay. Uh, and when we got in a very, very bad situation, I, ha- I made a call to Dima, his uh, CEO, and said, like, you know, we will not uh, try to do chargeback because we lost this company, no bank account, assess, nothing. So, and I cannot give you a service because it's like uh, closed. I said, okay, I, I will try to do something. He did or did not, I don't know. But we had uh, like a few calls later. So I told him like what's happening, what, in which situation I'm right now. Like I'm opening a new company here in five. So, and once he said like, uh, you know, well, uh, um, I need a person who will help me uh, with a business development, so mm. like for example in in UAE and uh, somewhere else, so I need to, someone to will come to the calls 
uh, with the companies like Plarium and so on when I, when I cannot do that. I said, oh, okay. I didn't have much, you know, opp- opportunities because my company was only incorporating and I right. had some some tasks to do. Uh, so this is how I, like I started to work with the Beyond. Uh, but they are they provide a small not not a small they provide kind of microservice for games. I know. I was reading about this and I went, now this is another cool thing. And I could see how you'd get involved in that. Uh, so th- the mostly I got involved when Dima called me and said, you know, Ola, uh, how far is the airport from you? <laughs> I love that kind of, how uh, far is the airport for you? We need you here now. Uh, yeah, it was kind of that. <laughs> and, and I took a look on a map and, and I found myself right in the middle between two airports. And I said, like, uh, both, like, the same. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, okay, you need to fly to Belgrade. Right. On a conference, because okay. I cannot do that. It will take for me like two days because there's multiple planes. But from you, it's like a six hours only. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and and uh, I just negotiated with him not to fly the same day, but in the morning to have a chance uh, to buy warm clothes because there was <laughs> minus two. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Frosty. Frosty. Yeah. And th- that's how I like become very, very involved. Uh, I came on the conference. And uh, uh, there was a game development conference. There was a lot of companies that like publishers, marketing, uh, game developers. So I got a lot of warm contacts as well. So this is how we was promoting Beyond Industries for this type. Because mm. it's like, as I said, it's kind of microservice that connect to your game. And you don't need to develop a same, the same as Glocal. You need to develop um, challenges, events inside of the game. So you're just connecting to the platform launching there and it saves you like months of work and thousands of dollars wow. for for development so it's, again it's all about freeing up time yeah and efficiency yeah using technology for now i went found um i started to research the companies that does the same thing and i found out like a firebase is also if i'm not wrong it's a google company uh-huh. uh they they become really huge just because they're scaling this microservice of logging that's all. Okay. They don't do <laughs> m- 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 That's it. Just yeah, logging. but it's required. I, we was using them uh, since like uh, la- last months yeah. because for for us it's too expensive to develop it ourselves. Mm-hmm. So it's easier to get their processes, pay for subscription, and have working product inside of, wow. of our platform. Wow. Yeah, and I found out that the world in the future will 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 be created in these small bricks of Lego. Okay. When you're creating something valuable, yeah. uh, the same way, for example, OpenAI, they're connecting to your platform to help you. So, uh, what how you want to use? Uh, if j- jump back to jump back to AI. So, for example, we have like, a lot of pictures on on a web page, and nobody wants to write description and alts for these pictures. Yeah. It's like a uh, partly work for robots and f- partly <laughs> for people, but people even <laughs> describing it badly. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's a perfect job for OpenAI. Like it, it does it better than anyone else. Wow. And you're just connecting API to your platform that connected to the customer's website. Uh, and this is how you're giving a chance for people who doesn't know and doesn't imagine how to connect all these tools to their website. Because uh, it, you ha- have to have a huge technical background and a lot of time to do that. Uh, but but we did you just connecting platform. That's how we, yeah, and this is what Beyond also do. So th- they created a lot of events. You can just pushing the button. Uh, oh, new challenge on your game! It's <laughs> amazing. I mean, and the the interrelationship between small groups who have put themselves together to meet very specific tasks and 
they're now becoming part of other ecosystems. Yeah, specifically in Edwin 5. It's amazing what's happening there. We're like a boiling boiling soup. You know? <laughs> oh, this guy does IP telephony. Oh, oh, this guy does marketing. Oh, they do merch. Oh, they do uh, like um, design. Or there, there, there is a startup that will translate your website so you can un, un, uh, finally get Chinese who will buy a lot of property from you. So Amazing. Yeah, and, and um, what I found, like, for small startups and small businesses, uh, the best thing that can be is community. Which is where In5, if you're if you're in Dubai, In5 has a number of sites now. One at D3, one down at uh, Knowledge Village, etc. Uh, and it is a really cool environment where a bunch of startups and workspaces exist. And the opportunity to collaborate is, as you said, it's, it's soup bubbling. It, the the limits are what you put on them definitely but you know you need to have some extra power to communicate to the people because because yes. some startups are still like you know closed <laughs> and when they get into trouble uh you cannot help them because right. you don't know that they they are in trouble and you know there is a couch uh, in a in a kitchen okay uh, and i i i think like maybe five or ten people are sleeping there regularly oh no uh, even I had had a, a few nights there when I didn't have place to shift to shift from one apartment to another yeah. for a few days. I spent there, and and now there is a guy who sleeps like one week because his uh, bank accounts get blocked in his oh origin no. country. Oh no! Uh, yeah, and they're asking him to come back to unblock it. Right. It's, uh, so so uh, and this that, is the challenge of being a startup, isn't it? It's it's the other stuff. Like you've got these great ideas, you're trying to market it, you're trying to get interest in it. And if you're not talking to other entrepreneurs, but there's a fear, I don't want to say too much because, ah, uh, you're going to get my idea and you're going to steal it. But Nobody. No. <laughs> I, think, I think this is that misconception is, and I always talk about this, is look, you've got this idea. You've been working on this idea for years. You're going to tell me about the idea and I'm going to say, I can go do it. Unfortunately, I don't have all of the, 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 the thought process that's, that I've gone through to get to this point to realize the idea like you have. And I think a little bit of sharing can help multiple people and yourself on, oh yeah, that's another wrinkle I can I can get at. Yeah, I, I do that all the time. I test ideas like that. Oh, nice. So, <laughs> <laughs> you must have some uh, yeah. really way out there ideas that people you go, what yeah. I found. You will <laughs> never believe me. And you know, um, uh, this is the thing when, you, when you're sharing ideas. It yeah. worked the best because people. Oh, I need that feature. Oh, I don't need that feature. You you can you can never know like what what happening, uh, but 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 as you said, yeah, people really afraid yeah. to share ideas. It's weird, isn't it? Uh, yeah, nobody need this trouble, you know. Yeah. Well, I, you know, and the other side, I think it's just the way business works in general, or the the old business ideas, because as you said. Business today is is like Lego bricks, and you're using a little bit of this business, a little bit of that business. You're putting them all together in your own business to make it work. Whereas the old idea of business is you're in an office tower. We lock the doors. We don't let anything happen. A little bit like why Microsoft and, and Google work. We lock the doors. It's all in-house. There is no sharing. There's no collaboration except in our doors. And unfortunately, in our new world, which is nimble, spaced out all over the place and a lot of of entrepreneurs working crazy hours it's it's all about collaboration 
yeah, in, in cross ecosystem collaboration. Yeah, I know, I know uh, the team uh, inside of Win5. So they collaborated with uh, two or three other startups to make even possible to you know create their product. So for them it was uh, dramatically important because o- only a startup at, at Win5 ha- had uh, enough how to say uh, API connections mm. uh, and and prices that like for them was truly valuable and um, it's really a surviving thing like y- you collaborate just to survive otherwise you will die there is a lot of startups that, that dead yeah. uh, and people just didn't have enough of uh, you know power inside of burning a fire inside because yeah. sometimes people just moving moving then the, they said to co-founder okay I don't want to work together anymore and they just leave and yeah. So that they had a half of your company, like fifty percent <laughs> of the shares. It's it's it, it, um, the thing of in five companies. It's operational companies. Mm. It's not a holding ones. So there is it doesn't work like a vesting or something. Uh, wh- when you're like, okay, I'm leaving, and then the rest of the shares goes to your co-founder. Uh, it works like, uh, okay, I'm leaving, and you still have fifty percent of this company, and you need to go to the governance and shift these uh, right. shares back or sell the shares. So it's and it's a cost about one thousand dollar. Wow. So okay. If you like uh, broke, uh, yeah. w- w- will you you will you even try to pay it yeah. uh, to give these shares back? Probably no. And and uh, this is how like a lot of startups dead, and and they're dying just because uh, they don't have enough. Um, I would say advices as mm. well. That's the other side of it. I, I, so many companies I've spoken to, the, it's the little things that could have drowned them. You know, with not having an accountant to talk about finances and thinking, oh, we can make it work. We don't need that. Uh, no, you do need someone who can talk finances and thinking about manpower, thinking about, you know, thinking about the, knowing the, the backside of things, understanding the programming world. If you're relying on a programming base, you might have a great idea, but if you don't understand the architecture that's running it, you need to have that person. So it's having those conversations. Yeah. Uh, and as you said, like you need a person who could be your like technical co-founder. It's yeah. so important. <laughs> it's it's a, like, it's a pain. Yeah. Because um, and there's I, people who love that. So that when we say that, you know, shifting a little bit back to this whole AI conversation, where and we'll get back to where you're going, but where people say, "Oh, this is, the doom and gloom is coming. It's going to be used for bad." Hey, everything can be used for bad. Cars can be used for bad. We see people, you know, get in, in a lot of trouble in that way. But what AI is freeing up for us, as you said, is people who enjoy love certain areas it's making it really possible for them to go there people who don't love certain things like writing they don't have to go there anymore because we can we can shift that to a few people who are really good at it to generate all sorts of content so it's ai becomes this liberating thing yeah it uh, definitely is the thing that gives you like um uh an option to act because yeah. uh, for, for example uh, if, if we will say like uh, about OpenAI and, and their development yeah. and, and everything that they did with the tons of the whole informa- internet was uploaded there to yeah. 2021, so can, can we imagine how much of information is there? But you know the, the one of the more uh, important things is that uh, the most of the internet is done in English, but right. but not all the people <laughs> are speaks in English. Yes. So the majority of the world doesn't speak in English. This is a problem. This is the problem because they're trying to use OpenAI in their native languages yeah. because they cannot communicate. You cannot right. ask questions and understand it quicker if you're not native with this language. Yeah. Uh, and this is another problem when like, there is a lack of information on other languages at all. 
Uh, and what we found, for example, with Glocal, that the internet is not inclusive at all. So, for example... Well, the internet is... No, that's what I keep hearing. The internet is completely inclusive. You're saying, no, it's not. Uh, no, no, no. For, for, uh, let, let's imagine. For example, I'm a person for, for from like small country, like yeah. Azerbaijan. Uh-huh. Uh, and there's not, not much people, I don't know, maybe less than 5 million. Uh, so if I will go to the internet on my native language, uh, will I find something valuable? Mm, okay, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I need to know English to make a right request, to ask right question. For example, uh, in the CIS region, like the common language is Russian. Uh, and uh, even in Kazakhstan, uh, there's more websites, more books in Russian. And this is the problem when, uh, according to the scientists uh, or business magazines, for example, Harvard, Harvard Business Review, they has a delay like three or five years. Five years? Or so, yeah. That's, that's a lifetime in the world of tech. Yeah, because it's very uh, expensive to okay. buy like original. So the vendors, they was waiting when it would become cheap or free gotcha. and then translate uh, so people got all information with the delay with the five yeah. years that that explains a lot when you go to some countries especially if they're operating in, in, in languages that are in english why some of their tech industries some of their online industry just seems slow and old and it's it's simply because it's taken them a, a long time to be able to translate and create indigenous language products uh, that's okay that's that answers a lot of questions that's interesting yeah it's all about like communication mm. there's a lot of people who came here they speaks in english so badly they they even google in russian <laughs> here and i'm like why <laughs> what because they cannot understand once i was uh, walking home uh and i saw on the traffic light there was a small piece of paper where it was written in kyrillic okay uh, rent of uh rent of bikes in Kyrillic. And I'm like, why? <laughs> what, what's happening in, that, in, the, in here? Maybe they're only looking at a very specific population to rent bikes to. Yes, uh, because it's, like, it's common in CIS. Okay. When you always see on the walls some, some notifications yeah. and they try to take business model from there here. And because people, ca- they, this is how they interact. Right. This is how they read, understand. And what we found, for example, according to Glocal, we found that in that case, what we can do, that each website can be translated and searched right. uh, in, in the different languages. So, so this is, you're, you're going to offer this. This is a wonderful service that is going to really spark innovation globally. Yeah, I believe that we could do that. Because uh, it, maybe it's not... Uh, uh, you know, v- very, uh, very common to say ab- ab- about w- what I understood, because uh, for me it's not not a common way at all explaining myself and yeah. explaining what what I do. But I found that the, the thing that we're developing is the same level uh, as a companies like uh, Shopify that right. that okay. does like all websites, and for example, GoDaddy that provides uh-huh. domains. Because uh, so you're you're the you're sort of a combo of of. Shopify and GoDaddy, and, and there we go. That's what Glocal is all about. Yeah, and uh, what I found we're very similar to Stripe, because oh, Stripe okay. gives uh, an option to sale worldwide. Right. And I found that Glocal is a, is an option to attract customers worldwide. So you 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 in a one click, as a Stripe does in one click, you got like uh, the whole infrastructure. Uh, the same way you in one click get the whole infrastructure of websites in different languages that can be searched 
by people in their native language. So it's like a, a kind of the main feature when you're like, boom, and 40 languages. It so is. what's the big challenge Glocal's facing at the moment? What's your biggest challenge today? Uh, for sure, it's uh, financing. And, 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 you know, I'm like, I'm listening to this and I'm thinking, why wouldn't people be all over this as an investment tool? Not And not just in the UAE in the Middle East, but globally, as, as you said, places that, you know, it could be in, in Thailand, it could be in, you know. Be- because I just got to this idea in my head. <laughs> ah, okay. It's new today. When you head back to N5, you're going to say, listen, this is what we do. This is how we have to talk about ourselves. And, and I, I mean, that goes right back to your whole issue of the challenges of an online world is the ability to communicate what we do, how we do it, why we do it, and why it's in person. If you don't have those communication skills, as you said, you can have the best startup in the world. It's going to fail. Yeah. Wow. So this is true. For example, we have one of startup founders. He came here. He doesn't speak English at all. Uh Uh-oh. And he got into M5. I don't know how. (laughs) Google Translate. Probably. So he made a pitch. He he did all the work done. And he's really amazing. He's a very talented entrepreneur. Uh, And now he he found that he was sitting with his friend. And he he took a a look at him and said, "You uh, you know, Rustam, why are you still not a billionaire? And he said, why? Because he doesn't know English. Mm. And and uh, for a few like past weeks, he started to learn English very, very actively. Wow. And he now like speaking even better. Because, uh, for example, has a community, 80,000 people who are fans of his products. But Yeah, but they are from Kazakhstan, Ukraine, Russia, Belarus, okay. and they doesn't speak in English. A- and they need to translate all their products and shift all marketing strategy worldwide. Local. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Go global. Yeah, and, and, and I'm already like sitting uh, nearby and like, okay, you know what you need to use? <laughs> to, to Here it is. <laughs> yeah, to, for, for your marketing strategy, this is the best tool. Uh, and, and, and actually, this is what really stops founders because the, he's very, very communicated. Yeah. He, he knows everyone according to Russian language. Right. But now he, he sh- made a level up. Now he got a friend um, more. Uh, he doesn't speak in Russian at all because he's from Palestine. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's like he started to build community around himself with a non-Russian speakers. Fantastic. Like, yeah, and I'm like, whoa, this person is so motivated. Yeah. He's a, such a with a, such a huge, you know, energy inside that like most of startup founders had to have it because you know he got these results with a with a huge community, eighty thousand people who his buyers only because of his energy. Yeah. Because he's always enthusiastic and, 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 and involving people. And uh, when, when you're sitting, as, as you said, like sitting at home and thinking about your idea that someone will steal it, it will never work. So what he did, uh, I, I will explain. He said, okay, people, people does trading and they're failing with trading. And I, like, I had decided to change it. So I created eight cartoons <laughs> that will, make, that will uh, turn you into a professional trader after eight weeks. So one cartoon per week and you will trade as a and professional. How long, how long are the cartoons? Uh, like eight minutes. Wow. Yeah. So it's like very, very short. Yeah. And um, I, I presented w- in one of the chats uh, where people are learning and they really trade and earn money. And I'm like, what happening? <laughs> they just watched cartoons and yeah. they trade. They understood how it works. So I saw I saw some, some of the cartoons and I found out, wow, what that what means 
Japanese candles. Why this is why they looks like that. Mm-hmm. So it was not a difficult information, but for me it was mind blowing because I understood that uh, the whole trading works in a different way. And again, he's communicating in a language and through a medium, cartoons, yeah. that people will sit and watch and activate. Yeah. Wow. So, so it's like a way of communicating. Yeah. And uh, if if you like, and he tells this idea to everyone. Nobody <laughs> repeat it. Yeah. No, nobody. Yeah. Just because it's like too crazy. <laughs> and like, what? <laughs> Cartoons will change the world. But he made a huge uh, event inside of Win5 presented in, a, uh, in a, a lot of conferences and uh, got uh, speakers that had uh, like a million subscribers on yeah. Twitter. But And this is because he's like obtaining with all his network. Right. Uh, and that, like, as I see, like those who sitting just not does it, doing anything, not talking to anyone, they just on the same level. But those who communicate, oh, I know this person, we can do the partnership. We right. can do the partnership with his partner. And they, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like a step by step by step oh, by man. step. And yeah. they going on a top. And uh, I, I'm not for a long time at N5, only half of the year. But I saw all, all, all this, you know, journeys. When, when you're working day to day and building your network and doing sales, and when you're just improving your product and nothing changes because you're improving nothing for nothing, yeah. for nobody. I've got one last thing I want to ask you about, and this is the health ecosystem app that you put together, <laughs> the muted app. It was my first, first my own uh, idea and startup. Like you know what? I I loaded it up, and, uh, and I went, "What is this?" And then instantly I went, "What a great app!" So you heard the sound? Yes. Yeah. And, oh, I, wow. and at first, you know, because I went to the site. And, and it's there and there's not much description or anything. And I'm looking, I'm going, what? And then you put on the sound. So describe what this is because I'm describing it, but it's what a great idea. Really? I think so. Oh my God. You're the first person who like telling it so loud because <laughs> mostly uh, it was my like personal challenge to do okay. that. Uh, I, I cured the job. And I was, uh, b- because on my like previous job, I was sitting and thinking, okay, I need to do some startup. Uh, and because it was a studio of designers and web developers, I was like, let's develop something together. Let's cre- be a product team. Let's, do, something. let's do, let's do, let's yeah. do. Because I, I'm so tired of this customer's uh, product, not products, <laughs> even just websites or online stores. It's very boring. Uh, and they said, okay, well, maybe, like, maybe you will develop something, bring to us and we will sell it to someone. And I'm like, that sounds not really, you know, trustworthy. Why I should develop, yeah. bring it to you and you will sell. Maybe I will just create something by myself. Uh, and, and then I started, uh, I could the job. We had another startup with my co-founder. She, she moved to Israel and then it like, was done. And I'm like, well, okay, what I can do by myself. And once I was sitting in the living room and I heard a sound from the washroom of my neighbor. And I'm like, why? Why I'm hearing that sound? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I found out, like, um, okay, when I'm visiting washroom and some um, guests comes to visit me, th- they probably hear my sound, o- my sounds f- from there also. Yeah. And I was switching on the water tap, but water tap, uh, it's like a wasting of water for just a sound. And I was researching and found out that uh, Japanese uh, in Japan there is a very popular sound machine. But it costs like $200. It's a very, very small thing that applies to the wall with a uh-huh. button with the sound of water. Okay. And I'm like, it's unfair. It's a masking sound. So, you know, we don't have to hear our bodily function noises. 
especially in thin-walled places. We don't want to hear that. We get embarrassed. Japan has an answer. You created an answer that is equally as useful. Uh, yeah, but in the mobile phone. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, everyone takes their mobile into the washroom. Deny it or if you want to. Everyone does. I think we could get more mobile phone usage scrolling, Definitely. Loading. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> And and that was really funny because I uh, I decided okay let's do that I open an uh, online lesson on YouTube how to create uh, application <laughs> and and, and <laughs> that true <laughs> I download <laughs> I downloaded um, uh, not not test flight um, so, so, so th- th- this ecosystem of development at, at Apple that with a Swift UI uh-huh. so I created this application directly by, by this lesson so there was not difficult thing there was animation and a button so i created this and put it on the internet and said okay i need to launch it uh, and some people donated me like $100 to buy license from apple so i did it but i was not smart enough to upload it and get all the compliances of apple to uh. make it live so that's how uh, th- that's why i paid for the website and created big there was a bigger website to be honest okay. but that was very dramatic also black and um, like uh, we decided to shift for a more simple version because it was very complicated. Just just a circle uh, and the button with the sound, uh, and yeah. that's all. Uh, but before that, I had an idea that uh, people has um, kind of uh, difficulties visiting washroom uh, that caused with uh, their embra- embracement, uh, caused with uh, some uh, health issues and so on, and they need to track it. Uh, right, it, it okay. Uh, and I thought, like, okay, if if as as a woman has uh, tracking applications for their s- s- cycle, uh-huh. uh, so there could be the same thing for people just on regular basing who's who cares about their bowels. Uh-huh. Uh, and I I I had a small team, and he was trying to de- develop that app, but but it, that was failed uh, because uh, we moved from we moved to UAE, and there was no team there who right, supported okay. so that's how it like just 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 the coverage with the sound but there was a guy uh, who was from unicorn witnesses it's our community as i told before uh he developed uh, a system that generates sound automatically like in okay. the games okay so I, I think that we will release it in the next time all right so, gamify so, it a little bit yeah oh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so sound will never repeat <laughs> right. so, so you can see entirely uh in, in the washroom and and never hear the same sound of yeah. water so okay. Could uh, be yeah. Niagara Falls one day. Could be. Oh, this is great. Yeah, uh, but but I believe that it's still you know have yeah. have a chance to leave because yeah. I, I still get messages from people who is uh, asking about this application. Uh, <laughs> there you go. You see, I I, fo- I found there is a two hundred twenty million people who has uh, paroresis. It's um oh. it's a health issue, mostly mental issue. Uh-huh. When in a childhood you were scared. Uh, your, uh, w- when you was u- urinating, for example, yeah. and then when you visit public places, you cannot do that again. Right. Some people they keep in them, um, they they they're not visiting washroom or toilet for eighteen hours. Oh no, no, that's wrong. So, so one guy uh, shared uh, when I was making user research, uh, one guy told me that he uh, what had a tram, uh, no train, train journey, uh-huh. and during that time, more more than one twenty hours he was not able to go to the toilet because he said I, I went inside I, I I was standing pushing myself nothing happened and I came back so only at home is a safety place for them mm. so with the time these people stop to have a social life 
So they closing, they're not visiting public events, or so it's like a completely went online. They cannot travel for sure because it's hours. They cannot drink water. They can't go to the bar with their friends. Wow, okay. So it's a huge problem. But for me, the challenge was was why we were not uh, successful on promoting that. Because yeah. when I went to the closed chats and said, oh, I, I want to develop application for you. Uh, with a like, gamification when you will uh, teach yourself and when you will learn how to escape these situations and feel better. And they said, oh, you want to earn on us. <laughs> like, go away from here. Oh. Uh, and nobody shared with me, like, oh, with their experiences. It was very, very hard. I, I tried maybe four months to get feedback from them. But I found out that, like, it's a too closed community that I ca- cannot get assessed. So this is, this is, in a sense partially i mean uh, when i'm hearing this i'm thinking okay the stuff you're doing you were you were doing at wollongong with with kids participatory design and getting people to want to talk about things getting the people think about how things are working getting people to rapid prototype and try them out this sounds a lot like hey i've had this problem i'm going to change people and get them open to this and we're going to do it in a safe way. And as you said, using the Wizard of Oz methodology, which which I had no idea what that was until I looked it up. And then I went, oh, this is cool. And, I mean, it sounds to me like you're helping to train a whole group of future entrepreneurs to be open to ideas. Yeah. You know, I was I didn't know that it could be kids. I had another workshop. Uh, yeah, tell us, tell us about this workshop. What, what, in a nutshell, what does it do? What yeah. Did it do? Uh, so I had, I had uh, this type of workshop at in five before. So I got invited. Like, uh, we need something about design thinking. Uh, I, because I was working as a product designer for many years. Like after I shifted from geoinformatics. <laughs> <laughs> mind numbing maps. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so I, I did kind of mind map, mind maps, <laughs> no, 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 not, not cartography maps, but. But for sure, I got a lot of experience of creating uh, products from, from zero yeah. and how much resources are valuable. Uh, and I said, oh, yeah, sure, let's, let's do that workshop for startup founders because yeah. they do like perfect prototypes instead of making it raw, test and improve, test and improve. They do just the perfect picture from scratch and then they get failed. So let, let's try to change it. So we created this workshop about Wizard of Oz. Uh, so in this methodology, what do you do? Uh, you create a, like a paper prototype and acting uh, as a computer mm. uh, and showing uh, this prototype for the person like, um, okay, complete this uh, target goal. For example, register on the platform. Uh, and the person like clicks, you know, it was mind-blowing. People uh, completely understand that this is the field, this is the button, it's not required to put it on the screen. So for them, it's very transparent. Right. And they're like, okay, it's a button. Like, they're clicking. They, oh, it's a field. Oh, okay, I'm putting information there. So they even yeah. imitating like a, a typing. Uh, and this is how you as a researcher, you see how do they think, how do they act, what do they expect to put in this field. And you don't need to create interface. You just spent 15 minutes <laughs> to create this prototype and got feedback that caused you like days and days of work. Right. Uh, and this is what I was like uh, showing to the in five uh, founders, uh, and then I got a invitation like, "Oh, do, do you want to do the same at the university?" I said, "Yeah, why not? There is a student, so they pro- uh, probably like future entrepreneurs." Uh, 
and maybe some of them already has some ideas so i will help them definitely uh, and then when i came i met a woman and she said okay uh, girls will come soon and i said which which girls uh, <laughs> I said, uh, d- d- did you know that it's uh, just uh, children from the, like uh, as she said like uh, eight eleven years old uh, is it okay to you? Mm-hmm. Said, Nobody told me, but it seems like okay. That was about uh, pr- uh, the, the idea that w- I was uh, talking about in this workshop was uh, an application, not application, some some website that's pretty complicated. Uh, and I said, look, okay, we will adapt that for children. But when I found out, uh, these girls, they was uh, so uh, you know motivated uh-huh. and so active, uh, and they was thinking about food uh, waste. Uh, uh, about uh, universities and so on. Yeah. So yeah. <coughs> we created a prototype of the marketplace for universities. Oh man! Cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, and one of the girls was screaming like, "Oh, we need to charge! Um, we need to charge parents! <laughs> 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 we need to charge them for children and their applications." Okay. And I said, "Why? Why parents? Maybe." Universities, because they will they yeah. will earn on on it, and them too. <laughs> <laughs> very entrepreneurial. Yeah. Very entrepreneurial. And there was very small girls, and yeah. I was so surprised how active they were. Yeah. The ideation was like a mind blowing. Wow. Uh, so so many wide fields. So again, you learn something from this. They're learning something, and you're learning something. Definitely. On, on I, moving forward. Yeah, and I found out that they created like a very realistic prototypes on paper. So when I was working with the adult people, they did worst results. <laughs> of course. Uh, def- so f- f- because the adults are censoring themselves, the kids are just going with it. Yeah, and, and they did so much, so quick. So yeah. we didn't have much time, like an hour and a half, but they created a lot of paper uh, and even like uh, animated, kind of animated this paper. Nice. So they cut it uh, fields to make it like a real field. So that was very, very cool. Very neat. Yeah. Very uh, neat. Yeah. So, so what, you know, what, what's, what's Glocal looking like in the next six months? Where, where, where are you going? With um, we found an uh, advisory. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that person had a, an experience uh, in um, hospitality. Okay. So probably... Uh, as I believe and I want to make it true, uh, we will obtain more hotels uh, as a customers. Wow. Uh, because for, uh, and maybe some agencies, tourist agencies. Okay, that makes they, sense. Yeah, because for them it's really important to make people Google them from abroad. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this like, okay, seems like it fits perfectly uh, ah. with that. Uh, but for me, as a, like a person who knew here, I don't have much network. It's really hard to, you know, just knock at the door yeah. of the CEO of the hotel and say, okay, you need this feature yeah. that I developed. Yeah. Like, who will talk to me? Nobody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is why it's important to have a network of the people who knows the right doors mm. uh, just to talk uh, and present. Because I was trying to catch um, the company WeGo. Uh, and they are perfectly like a perfect customer for me, because they have uh, the main platform translated more than twenty y- languages. Wow. But their blog is a, like a machine for search engines. Uh, okay. It's only in English. Oh, that doesn't work. Yeah, because it's very expensive to you know maintain it. Glocal uh, can do it. Yeah, Glocal can do yeah. it. And I was trying to catch them uh, yeah. to m- message them on LinkedIn just to you know make a pilot for them. To see how it, I created dem- demonstration yeah. stand uh, with a trans with a translated uh, already yeah. translated uh, blog, 
on another language, like made a video, uploaded to the internet, like please see that uh, that they doesn't make sense. Yeah. No, nobody replied. Not yet. Like okay, it doesn't work, but I I, I tried. So yeah. for me, uh, as entrepreneur now, uh, is a huge problem because before that I was working in a B 2 C, so I pretty understand how to uh, create a website where p- a person will buy just uh, like a customer, mm. not not a business. But in case of business, I need to bring some relations there. Uh, and it's completely different approach that that doesn't work as I yeah. as I used before. Wow. So it's uh, it's time to learn uh-huh. like a day to day. There you go. Uh, hey, this has been a lot of fun, Olga. I gotta say. Uh, I, I, d- I didn't tell a lot of jokes <laughs> because. <laughs> how, do, how do people get a hold of you someone's listening to this someone's watching this they're going we need to talk how do they get in touch with you what are you um uh, whatsapp telegram uh like a locals website but mostly telegram i'm, I'm most active there because i don't know it's like a n- new new social network okay. how do we find you on telegram uh it's a uh, edra uh Ola Naida. okay uh, all one word O L Olga O L G A N A Y D A. Yeah, but O L I. Oh, O L I. A, N A Y D A. Okay. It's a mistype because there are too many organizers in the world. Okay. And when I was creating accounts, all was taken. All right. So, so it's like Olga Okay. Excellent. Hey, this has been, as I said, this has been a whole bunch of fun. And I wish you all the best. And I look forward to following up and keeping in touch and hearing where this is all going. Maybe we have to come down in five and just have a big chat with everyone. I would love to join you there because, (laughs) you know, there's so many startup founders that you need to take a look at because they are all amazing and open heart. So there we go. Feel free. This has been Catching Up. My name is James Pikeaway coming to you from the Rove Hotel downtown Dubai. And I've been speaking with Olga Naida right here in Dubai and her company, co-founder, Glocal. Got to get in touch with them. You got to try them out. Definitely. Thank you so much for having me on this amazing, like brilliant uh, <laughs> podcast session. Thank uh, you very much, Olga. Yeah, I'm, I'm really in love with it. So thank you so much. Feel free to visit us in Five. There is a lot of opportunities for business, for young entrepreneurs who even didn't start their business yet. So please join. There Apply within five and like let, let's go for, together. Looking forward to, as I said, catching up with you again. And we'll do it all again really, really soon. My name is James Spikeway. So long for now.